and we're going to see that God is a jealous God. Every time, you know, we as his children, we have an issue, and we're looking up to others, he wounds the heart of God. Because what you're communicating to God is that I don't trust you. I don't think you can solve it. Or for some people, they'll say, God will not act quickly enough. My uncle will act quickly enough. The doctor will act quickly enough. I know God, he will take his time. So we must depend on God. And God must be, for a true child of God, he must be the only option. God must be the only what? At home, I want you to say God is my only option. In fact, the more you, the more you, you take God as your only option, the more excited God is. And because true faith must always say to God, I don't have any other body. I don't have anybody else. And, and some of you have heard our story and we'll keep sharing it because it's, it's truly, truly the hand, you know, the handwork of God. And we didn't go to the doctor because we needed to go, but because the pressure was coming from our parents to go and see a doctor when we're trusting God for children. So that they would just stop bothering us. Because our, our faith and trust was not in a doctor. Even though, like, you know, my wife's father, I mean, is a very big medical doctor. His sister, the older sister, is a very big medical doctor. In fact, she's an associate professor of medicine now. But, but, we, but you know, we, we never even spoke to them, but they kept on calling us. So we went, and, and I thank God just for them to leave us, we went to the doctors about this issue of having, having children. And like you've heard us here, eventually, because the doctor eventually said, it's going to be impossible, you have an issue, you have an issue, go and adopt. We were, we were happy, because when we were leaving the hospital, we said, now nah, at least we can look up to God. When man, when the doctor fails, there's a God who will not fail. And God be the glory, not one tablet, not one medication, at least three children. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you put your whole trust in God, do not be afraid. God will not fail you. I can, I can tell you that. But many of us have never actually tried it. We've never totally reached a point where there's absolute trust in God. And like we said on Sunday, the Bible says that they, they looked up to him. As they looked up to him, hallelujah. Their faces became radiant. And they were not put to shame. But many of us, we're looking, you know, we have a half past four eyes. We're looking at God with one eye. And we're looking at that man with another eye. Look up to God. And God will use the man he wants to use. Somebody say hallelujah. Okay? And the third component is obedience. So there's trust, there's dependence, and there's obedience. Let me tell you how important obedience is to faith. The Old Testament equivalent of faith is actually obedience. The Old Testament equivalent of faith is actually what? Obedience. The truth is that if you say you believe God, it will show in your obedience of what he has said. You can't say, I believe God, and you, there's, no, there's no obedience. The Bible records that Noah, Noah showed that he believed God, but immediately he started to build the ark. So show me your obedience and I will show you your faith. You remember, you remember um, Naaman? Naaman went to uh, the man of God to be healed of leprosy. And the man of God said to him, deep in the Jordan, how many times? Seven times. But the man of God, I mean, Naaman, Naaman because he was a big military man, he got upset. He said, how can you tell me to go and, I mean, at the rivers in, in Damascus, are they not better than these rivers in, in Israel? And he wanted to go. And his servant, a wise man said, he could have told you to do something even bigger. Go and deep in the Jordan. 
And the Bible records that he dipped once, twice, three times. By the seventh time, when he came out, his body was like a baby's body. So no matter how much he believed, if he didn't dip, many of us have not dipped. Yet we say we believe God. You, you, you see um, this, the story of, of at the wedding of, of Cana, in, in, I'm sorry, of, of the wedding in Cana of Galilee. He said, the mother, of, the mother of Jesus, Mary said to the servants, whatever he says, do it. Your faith must be characterized by obedience. Your faith must, in fact, the real work of faith is obedience. And we're going to say that even though my time is gone. But I'm happy with this I've shared this morning. Listen to me. The real work of faith is what? It's obedience. So, so Jesus was there. The power to change, uh, to produce wine was there. But the only thing that could trigger it was the obedience of the servants. Because he said to them, now Mary, the mother of Jesus, was very wise. He says, whatsoever he says. Now, somebody may say it, you may dis- but not if God said it. Not if God said it. So he said, whatever he said, because he knew that his son, his son was carrying divinity. And the truth was that, and I like, when I've taught on this before, I've, I always said this. The truth was this. Those servants obeyed to the fullest. Because they said that they filled those water pots to the brim. May your obedience be complete in the name of Jesus. Because with God, half obedience is disobedience. Half obedience is disobedience. I mean, if you're going to obey God, come on now. Throw yourself at him. And, and, and what, so what triggered that blessing now or water turning to wine because they obey so as we go forward listen to me you, you must be able to point to certain acts of obedience in your life let me be honest with you understand all the things that God will tell you to do will not be easy I can tell you that for free and that's why the scripture says that he will reward those who diligently seek him that diligence is not a joke that diligence is where is the cocoa Somebody says the cocoa. So, so God doesn't just reward you for seeking him. There are levels. Somebody say there are levels. I mean, there are certain people who basically have given their blood to obey God. You, you can't expect you, the level of inconvenience you suffer from obeying God, it can't be. So he said, if you diligently, with hard work, seek him, he has guaranteed you. You know what he says? He will reward you. And I'm challenging somebody in this season. What has God said to you? Obey it to the fullest. Obey it to the fullest. Somebody say hallelujah. So he says in Hebrews, which we read, yeah, that, that it's impossible to please God, please God, that whoever comes to him, that is what? A rewarder. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That First of all, we, we, and we talked about that the last Sunday, but I, you know, I, I wanted to, I think the Holy Spirit wants us to just uh, talk about it again uh, this, this morning. Now, he who comes to God must first believe that he is. And, okay, some translations will say, he who comes to God must first believe that God exists. Okay, but you know, for many of us, there are very few people that actually doubt that God exists, especially many people who come to church. But we say that's not enough. It's not enough to just say God exists. Because somewhere else in the New Testament, he said even the devil himself knows that God exists. But, but he trembles. Okay, so it's not that. But, but God is trying to say, in fact, uh, I believe it's um, uh, Psalm 14 verse 1. He says, a, a fool, a fool says in his heart, there's no God. Is there, is there any fool here? Is there any fool at home? You know, when I've talked about it before, I say, he, is, he has to say it in his own heart. He can't even say it out. Because we know. <laughs> He's afraid to, he says it, but it's only a fool that can say that. 
Psalm 19 verse 1. It says even creation talks about God. <laughs> Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 19 verse 1. It, 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 what does it say now? It says the heavens what? Declare his glory. The heavens declare his glory. And the firmament what? Shows his handiwork. Hallelujah. He said, day after day, they do what? The utterest speech. Sometimes when you wake up and you look at, you know that there's a God. Somebody say hallelujah. He said, night, night, night by night, they reveal his knowledge. Praise God. I mean, most times when you fly, when you're in an airplane and you have a window seat, it will take more faith to believe. I mean, it will be stupid for you to say there's no God. But, but what God, God wants us to take it further. He doesn't just want to say, yes, there's God. But that's not, God wants you to believe that he, he will do what he says he will do. In fact, all of, all of true scriptures, we hear the Bible says, there is no God like our God. Amongst the gods, who is like you, you are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. Always do in wonders. Hallelujah. Who is like unto thee? Oh Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh Lord, amongst the gods, who is like you? You are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. Always do in wonders. Hallelujah. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but my, but my God is always doing wonders. Who is like unto our God? Among the so-called gods, who is like unto him? For besides him there is no other. Besides him, there is no other. Oh, the, I close with this scripture. I've not even touched my today's message. But I thank the Lord all the same. I want us to look at 2 Kings chapter 1 from verse 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Because it's important that we, we work on our, our relationship with God on the basis of faith and trust in God. 2 Kings chapter, chapter 1, I read from verse 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, now, verse 2, 2 Kings, those of you at home, 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2. I read from verse 2. Now, Haziah is the, was the king. Haziah uh, was the king. Really, actually, uh, before now, Haziah was actually a faithful, a faithful uh, king. Now, Haziah, the Bible says, now, Haziah uh, fell through the lattice of his upper room in Samaria and was injured. He fell through the roof. He was in his penthouse, the king. So listen to listen to this scripture. So he sent messengers and said to them, he called his, his servants and said to them, Go, inquire of Baal Zebub, the god of Ekron. The king of Israel sent his servants. He says, Go, inquire of Olodumare or whatever else is there. The God of Ekron, 
whether I shall recover from this injury. Verse 3. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria. I mean, go and meet them on the road and say to them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you're going to inquire of Baal Bezalel, the God of heaven? It doesn't end well. Verse 4. Now therefore, thus says the Lord, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. The God that we serve is a jealous God. Every time you as a child of God, your faith and your trust is no longer in God, but on some other things. This is what God says. He said, is it that, is it that I can't heal you? And Dr. Jeremiah says, is there no balm in Gilead? He says, is there no balm in Gilead? He said, we are looking for every other solution. He said, for I am the balm of Gilead. He said, is there no healing for the affliction of my daughter? Let us stand up and speak. I want us to pray this morning. Just I want us to pray, Father Lord, where we have looked up to other gods in this season. Lord, we, we repent and we ask, oh Lord, that you build up our faith to trust you. For they looked up to him totally, completely. And their faces became radiant. Their faces became lighted. And they were not put to shame. Lord, we will not go to Bezabob, the God of Ekron. Tabernacle of David, we're closing, come to the pulpit. And Lord, in the many ways where we have gone to Beelzebub or any other God. Now hear me, it's important that you know that there are actually no other gods beside God. There are no gods beside God. He's the Lord and He's the God. There are demon spirits that people are calling gods. For there is just but one God. There is just but one God. And therefore, Father, we repent as a church. We repent as families and as homes. Where we have put our trust on Bezebub or any other God. We have inquired of Bezebub. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have sought necromancers. We have sought enchanters. We have sought magicians. We have sought every other help. We repent, O oh Lord. This Sunday morning, we seek you and you alone. For your word says that you reward those who diligently seek you. We trust you this Sunday morning. He says the God that you serve is a jealous God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. You know, you know, Habakkuk, Habakkuk, Chapter 2, verse 4. That scripture that we read on Habakkuk. That says, the just shall live by his faith. You know, in the living Bible, in the living Bible, that last sentence, how he, how he puts it is this. The just shall live by his faithfulness to God. The just shall live by what? 
his faithfulness to God. Meaning that if you are a child of God, your faith must show in your faithfulness to God. And what is faithfulness to God? When a man is married to a woman, he doesn't look anywhere else. When a woman is married to a man, what demonstrates faithfulness is that they don't, you, 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 will, you will not cheat God. You will not cheat on God. You want to lift up one hand this Sunday morning. Our relationship God with God is a marriage. We are so blessed that we are the bride of Christ. There is a betrothal that has taken place between us and God. And we know that when it's all said and done, there's going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb. And therefore, Father, we declare that we shall live by our faithfulness to you. For the just shall live by his faithfulness to God. By believing you, by trusting you for our provision, for our healing, for our blessing, for our provision, for our promotion in life, for our favor, we trust you. And Lord, where we have not been faithful, we ask for your mercy and your forgiveness. Thank you because our eyes look up to you in this week. Beginning from this Sunday or through this week, our eyes look up to you. Our face look up to you for that situation. For that situation. You know, there's a situation here that it, it, can, it, can, it has to be only God that can help you. No man can. The king says, if God doesn't help you, no man can. Our eyes look up to you for that seemingly impossible situation. For those who are at home, where the doctors have said, we cannot do nothing. We trust that El Shaddai will do something. We trust that El Shaddai will do something. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Father. 